Welcome to First in Maine, your avenue to living well. I'm Debs here with my amazing co-host Lauren to meet you in the busyness of your everyday life, to pass along some of the insights and wisdom we've gained over the years. Don't try to figure out life alone. We want to connect you to some of the incredible, well-rounded people in our world. They're life coaches, counselors, pastors, physicians, just amazing people who can help you along the way. Each episode, we'll be sharing sharing personal stories, practical help, and timeless principles to help you live at your best. So lean in and let's tackle life together. Hey guys, welcome back to First in Maine, your avenue to living well. This is episode number 10, and for anyone new to our podcast, the name First in Maine comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8 in the Bible. It actually says that First in Maine is one of the busiest intersections in the city square where we can go to get some good wisdom. And you know, this is where God loves to meet us, right in the busyness of our everyday lives. In Proverbs, first in Maine is described as a place to discover how to live at your best. And that's our heart, to meet you here and pass along some of the things we've learned over the years that can help you live well. Yeah, we all face daily challenges. Sometimes it's in our relationships, our emotions, our finances, our personal goals, or our jobs. And there are so many opinions out there about what to do to make our situation better. You can find these opinions everywhere. They're right in our face at all times. You'll see them on social media, hear about them on the news, or they're in blogs and online articles. I've even seen them on bumper stickers and billboards while driving down the road. But are they actually things that will truly help us live at our best? Lauren, you are so right. There is so much stuff out there. And I can't tell you how many things I've listened to over the years. And I thought, yep, that's it. I'm going to do that. And that's going to be it. Only to realize that it was not very good advice. And <laughs> and sometimes it may have been good advice, but it wasn't for my particular situation. And y'all may be wondering, well, why is y'all's advice any better? Why should we listen to you? Honestly, because the things that we're sharing with you, we know they work because one, they're not our opinions. They're things that have been revealed in the word. It's wisdom straight out of God's word. And they're things that We've learned that we've personally applied from God's word that we've found to be true. We've proved them in our own lives, and we've also seen them work in the lives of other people over and over again. You know, each episode, our heart is to share practical tips that we've learned along the way, timeless principles from God's word, and provide you with tools that will work, that will help you Be your best self. And like you said, Lauren, our tagline is your avenue to living well. And the reality is, in order to live well, there are so many things that can make a difference. Things like our relationship with God, our mindsets, our character, our habits, and a big one, which is the topic for today, our attitude, or should I say, attitudes, (laughs) Because there are many we can have. You know, attitude literally affects every area of our lives, yet it's likely 
many of us don't have a good handle on ours at times. You know, and I'm just going to be real with you. One of the reasons I wanted to do this is because I realized I needed an attitude checkup. And I thought, well, I'm just going to teach and preach to myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. And when you told me we want that we were going to like maybe think about doing an attitude episode, I was like, oh, uh, I was getting a bad attitude just thinking about the word attitude. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, for all of y'all that don't realize this, anytime you teach on something, you get tested in that area. So like we taught on rising in the spirit of an overcomer and like test after test came our way, you know, for us to put into practice what we were talking about. So Lauren and I were like, oh, my gosh, if we're going to talk about attitude, we have to like brace ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. And Debs, you're right. If we are going to live well, we need to talk about these things. And attitude is one of those things that we all have to work on. When I'm having fun and I'm relaxed and the bills have been paid and I'm off of work, I usually have a great attitude. <laughs> or on vacation. Yeah, I can do it or then. when you're on vacation, the best attitude. But when I am exhausted, oh my gosh, it's like everyone just better watch out. <laughs> I have <laughs> the worst attitude when I'm tired. And when you're hungry. Oh, yes. And when I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, we're not talking about you. I mean, I mean, when I'm hungry. It's okay. It's okay. I get hangry. I get hangry. I will admit it. I do too. Girlfriend got to eat. <laughs> I mean, the truth is we have to choose our attitude on a daily basis because there are just a lot of wrong attitudes that we can fall into. And I think most of us need some type of attitude adjustment about one thing or the other every day. At least I do. It might be traffic one day or work. It could be people. It's usually people. (laughs) (laughs) I love your honesty. (laughs) Um, Or like my neighbor's dog that likes to bark at 2.30 in the morning. Um, Yes, definitely can affect my attitude. I don't know about you, Lauren, but one of the things that will get me is the self-checkout counters. So you go into all of these stores, you know, because we're going back into stores these days, and you have a gazillion lines that they've produced, they've paid for. (laughs) (laughs) None of them are open (laughs) except the self-checkout. And you can't find anybody. And then inevitably, you're you're doing self-checkout and something goes wrong. And I mean, anyway... I can get it. I can get an attitude about that. <laughs> and I'm one that I really, <laughs> I really get easily annoyed with all of the automated customer service lines. Oh, I understand that. I am seriously like, pu- you know, punching like every number and the, the stupid automated voice comes back on is like, we don't understand your input. This is not a valid response. And then I start yelling at the phone and I'm like, I want to speak to a person, a real person. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay, y'all. I don't know why I'm teaching. (laughs) Anyway, the point we're trying to make is keeping a good attitude in a world filled with attitude isn't easy. I have to work on my attitude. Lauren works on hers. And I really believe most of y'all out there listening probably have to work on yours, but it's okay. The thing is, 
we can do it. We can have a good attitude. We can learn how to keep the right attitude because it is one of the biggest difference makers in determining the kind of life we have. So just take a minute and think about it. What brings out a bad attitude in you? Yeah. You know, you just, you know, listed a couple of things that brought a bad attitude in you. (laughs) And I definitely am right there with you. But the one thing too, that really like gets me is Atlanta traffic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Within the last month or so, the traffic has been terrible. And if you're listening right now and you're not familiar with Atlanta traffic, you are truly blessed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Debs, I have never been someone to have road rage. And I don't necessarily think that I have road rage, but I definitely have found within the last month, my attitude is so sour on my commute to work and home. It's so bad that I find myself not even wanting to go into work, and I love what I do. And really, the fact that more people are getting out again after being isolated from this pandemic is a great thing. It's just not great when I'm on the road trying to get to work and get back home. (laughs) My My attitude about it is terrible. And, you know, a week ago, we had um, the gas shortage. You remember. Yeah, the one people uh, created. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, before I left my house, I told my husband, Peyton, I was like, I was kind of excited about my drive because I thought that there wouldn't be a lot of cars on the road and that most people would be staying home. And I really thought that everyone would be scared to use up their gas and they would preserve every little bit that they had. Well, I was very wrong. (laughs) In fact, it was the complete opposite. Oh, my goodness. Debs, it was like everyone was on the road at the same exact time. 75 South was actually completely stopped and all lanes were literally blocked. Oh, man. I mean, come on. There is a gas shortage (laughs) and all these cars are on the interstate completely stopped. (laughs) And I was so mad about it. Oh my gosh, so I would have been too. I just did what everybody else does. And I made a Facebook post about it. <laughs> oh boy, I don't think I saw that. Well, I deleted it. <laughs> it wasn't my, positive. Oh no, that's why I deleted it. My attitude was so bad. And it was like the minute I hit post, I instantly felt regret. And I just went ahead and just got rid of it. I think I had like two likes maybe before I deleted. And Here's the thing is, I was so upset that I was going to be late to work that I didn't even think about the person who was hurting. Mm. It was actually a terrible accident involving SMI, and there were legit people that needed prayer. And instead of being prayerfully helpful, I just like instantly became annoyed. Mm. Oh, I think we've all been there. Yeah. I mean, ugh. it is a reality perspective moment. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, having a bad attitude is something we all have in common. We were born sinners, and we are not perfect, and so we will not have a perfect attitude. But we can always be working towards a better attitude. So today, let's talk about what exactly is attitude. Are there specific attitudes that can help us in life? How do we go from a bad attitude to a great attitude? And lastly, how do we keep that great attitude going? Man, those are great questions. Well, um, our attitude is essentially a state of mind. 
it's the way we think and feel about someone or something that actually affects our behavior. Um, Think about attitude as a disposition or your posture. Basically, it's how we carry ourselves. And I love what Joyce Meyer says. She says, your attitude is your thought life turned inside out. Oop. (laughs) (laughs) Think about that for a minute. Um, But it's an outlook. And it not only affects you, but it affects all the people around you. Our attitude can draw people to us or repel people from us. It can be our best friend or our worst enemy. And I heard this said, and I was just like, boom. Attitude, our attitude is the prophet of our future. Think about that. Ooh, I do like that. The quality of our thoughts really do create the quality of our life. Debs, if our attitudes are created by our thoughts and feelings, then for us to keep a good attitude, we need to, number one, think well or correctly, and number two, be able to manage our emotions. This doesn't mean we ignore our feelings. It just means that we aren't ruled by them. Yes. And look, (laughs) we, this is, you know, a work in progress. It takes time. Uh, it takes effort and obviously lots of help from the Holy Spirit. And there are times we can have a great attitude and slip, you know, and then we just kind of have to, you know, get back on track. Um, but so many things play into the attitudes we have. It, you know, our beliefs, our perceptions, all the stuff floating around in our subconscious mind. I mean, that greatly affects our overall attitude toward life. And even our personality has a part to play in it. Yeah, our subconscious mind works in such a way that whatever we have conditioned our mind to think and do, we just do it automatically. For instance, many of us have a habit of doing certain things, like responding in a certain way or thinking in a certain way. The great thing, though, is that even if our environment or experiences have influenced our attitude in a particular direction, we have the ability to recondition or renew our minds, create new habits, and change those bad attitudes to better ones. For sure. You know, Lauren, it starts with being honest with ourselves. You know, any change starts with acknowledging the need for change and then taking responsibility You know, it's our attitude, which means it's our responsibility. It's just so easy to blame other people and things for our bad attitudes. But bottom line, attitude is a choice and we can decide to change ours for the better. Think about it. We all go to the doctor for regular checkups. At least we should. You know, I know my back gets out a little. I'll go to the chiropractor and They make adjustments, get me back in alignment. You know, we do regular maintenance on our vehicles. This is no different. We all need to have regular attitude checkups from time to time. Then we can start figuring out the adjustments that need to be made. And of course, you know, once we do, we have to be willing to do the work because it is work, but the rewards are so great. So why don't, why don't we just do an attitude checkup right now together? Okay, let's do it. All right. Now, we have to answer honestly. Like I said, it starts with honesty. Oh, no. Okay, so (laughs) ask yourself, how's your attitude toward life been lately? Okay. Now, if you're married or in a relationship, 
How's your attitude been towards your significant other recently? How about towards your kids, if you have any? How's your attitude been towards your parents? What about toward others, maybe at work or when you're out and about in traffic (laughs) (laughs) or with your friends? Now, here's one. What about your attitude towards yourself? How are you doing with that? It's interesting that you brought up your attitude towards yourself, because I think that's something that we overlook sometimes. We think about our attitude towards others or some situation, but really we can have a bad attitude towards ourselves. For example, I put on some pounds this last year, and that can sometimes affect how I feel when I get dressed in the morning or when Peyton and I go out. If my clothes don't fit right, it can put me into a real funk. Being in the salon industry, part of my job is appearing stylish. So if I'm not feeling my best, it can definitely affect my attitude at work. Yeah, I think a lot of us can relate to, you know, how we feel when we get dressed and how that impacts, you know, how we approach, you know, whether we have confidence or we, you know, retreat back. I mean, the struggle is real. Okay, so here's another one to think about. How's your attitude toward God? And what about the things of God? How's your attitude toward church right now? And here's one last one. How's your attitude when you don't get what you want or when things don't go your way? These are some great questions to ask ourselves. When it comes to our attitude, I think it's really important to have clear goals to work towards. When we notice our attitude slipping, what should we do? How do we turn it around? Most importantly, what does the Bible have to say about all this? That's the first and main thing because it can help us evaluate ourselves rightly and also help us know what we need to work towards. Yeah, definitely. So when we thought um, about talking about attitude, we decided to spend the next couple of episodes taking a look at some of the different attitudes mentioned in Scripture. The ones we're taught to have, others we're taught to guard against. And we want to see what the Word says and figure out where we might need to make some attitude adjustments. And then just begin developing the attitudes that will help us in life. And, you know, guys, we can do this. One thing is for certain, God is concerned about our attitude. Think about this. Christ's first sermon in Matthew 5, known as the Sermon on the Mount, is called the Beatitudes. In that sermon, he talks about several attitudes that will actually bring happiness and blessing into our lives. I call that sermon, you know, How to Live Well 101. He talks about, you know, an attitude of mercy and meekness, being a peacemaker, And in the attitudes he describes, it's, you know, he says that those will bring blessing. And I want that. I think all of us want, you know, to be blessed. And if you're not familiar with what that word means, it actually means to be happy. So, you know, it's like blessed are the merciful or those who are merciful have an attitude of mercy will be happy. It will actually be envied because they'll live differently. To be blessed means to be spiritually prosperous with life, joy, and satisfaction in God's favor. I mean, doesn't that sound 
amazing. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I want some we, of that. <laughs> we all do. And one of the things that I think is just so important, you know, we need to understand God is concerned with our attitude because he wants the best for us. He wants us to enjoy life to the full. And when we keep our attitude lined up with him and his word, it will actually turn our life around and fill it with the kind of blessing we're talking about, satisfaction, happiness, life joy. For sure. When we talked about putting this episode together about attitude, I started looking up the word attitude in the Bible and just writing down verse after verse. And I came across this one from Romans 8, 6 in the Common English Bible Translation. And I really liked it. And it says, the attitude that comes from selfishness leads to death, but the attitude that comes from the Spirit, or Jesus, leads to life and peace. So what is this saying? It's basically saying that there are two types of attitudes, one that comes from yourself and another one that comes from Jesus. And each one of those produces a different result. In the scripture, the one from Jesus literally says that it leads to life and peace. I want that one. (laughs) Yes, me too. (laughs) And you know, Lauren, that really makes me think about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. If you think about it, It really is the attitude of Jesus being produced in our lives. And when we're producing good fruit, we begin to think and feel about others and things the way Jesus does. And when we do that, it affects our behavior. Who doesn't want to exude love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and, I mean, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control? You know, when we begin to think like Jesus and see things like Jesus, you know, it changes our attitude. And then we begin to have a posture or a disposition, like we talked about, an outlook of peace and patience and kindness. And that produces certain behaviors in our life. And that leads us to experiencing an abundant life. And we don't only experience it ourselves, but we spread it to others. Yeah, very true. I love reading the word and getting guidance from scripture, but just reading it isn't enough. If we really want to have better attitudes, I think that we have to know what the word says and actually practice doing what it says. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to remember whenever God, you know, instructs us in something, teaches us something, he's he he would never ask us to do something that he wouldn't help us do. So we can change our attitude. It is possible we can make the adjustments um that are needed you know, from time to time, he'll help us do it. So I'm just excited to dive into this because I believe we all have areas that we can work on. And like you said, we need goals. There are kinds of attitudes that we can aim for that are described, um, depicted in scripture, and it'll give us some clear goals. And I just believe the Holy Spirit is so eager to help us. And think about this, when we have an attitude that is so different than everybody else's. You know, that's what makes us salt and light. It helps us to stand out. It's what is going to draw people toward us. And that is what's going to give us the opportunity. We think about like preaching the gospel. We can preach the gospel with our attitude. It'll draw people toward us. And then we'll have an opportunity to share why we're different. 
You know, speaking about the kinds of attitudes to aim for, when I thought about it, our last series, Rising in the Spirit of an Overcomer, was really about the importance of having attitude, an attitude of faith and hope, an attitude of expectancy. It took us four episodes, and that's just one <laughs> attitude. Yes, and what a fantastic foundational attitude to have as we begin working on this. You know, when we look at the attitudes the scriptures tell us to have and guard against, we can now go into this with such hope and expectancy that we can overcome. Scriptures are packed with things about attitudes we're to have and guard against, be it in our hearts, on our jobs, toward our families, toward other Christians, toward authority, towards those who have wronged us. I mean, my goodness, the list could go on and on. There are so many great things that we're going to be talking about. So make sure you guys stay tuned in. That's true. Romans 12.12 reminds us, Do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. I love that you just said that because you, so you can prove for yourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, we started talking about, you know, the things that we're going to share. They, they're things we've applied in our lives. You know, they've proved true. When we put, you know, God's word into action, it proves true in our lives. We, you know, it's, that's an amazing thing. And I love that it says here, you know, that when we focus on attitudes, we can be transformed. So guys, let's just go on a journey together. And I really believe it'll be another life-changing one, not only for us, but for everyone around us. Let's do it. As we wrap up today, let's take a minute and do a quick attitude checkup. We put a few questions together that can help you rate your own attitude, what triggers a negative attitude, and help you determine how ready you are to make some changes. We're going to quickly discuss them here, but you can also find these later this week on our social media. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm going to ask a few questions, and I just want you to rate yourself on a scale from 1 to 10. 1 being terrible and 10 being terrific. So the first question, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your general attitude towards life lately? Remember, one being terrible, 10 being terrific. Question number two, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your attitude with your significant other? How about with your children if you have them and any other family members? Who's been getting on your nerves? Who have you had a critical or harsh attitude towards? On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your attitude with your significant other? How about with your children, if you have them, or other family members? Has anyone been getting on your nerves lately? Question number three, on a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your general attitude towards your job, your coworkers, or your boss? Now, of course, if you don't currently work, then think about your attitude in whatever you are doing. Maybe you are a stay-at-home mom or you volunteer. Maybe you're a student or you're retired. 
What is your attitude towards that? And how much are you complaining about that situation? Question number four, on a scale from one to 10, how would you rate your attitude towards God or towards church? And lastly, question number five, on a scale from one to 10, how would you score your attitude towards yourself? I know we're going through these pretty quickly, but when you have some time, I really encourage you to come back and re-listen and take some time to think about your attitude in these areas. Based on your answers, you'll get an idea of the areas that need some work, which leads me to ask you this. Are you ready to do the work? If so, we want you to begin a 60-day attitude adjustment challenge with us. Well, I'm in Lauren, and why don't we just kick it off right now? Because there's no better time than the present. So guys, if you're up for the challenge, here's a few things that you can begin doing right away to work on your attitude. One, start asking God to help you become aware of your attitude and to help you change your attitude for the better. Two, take responsibility for your attitude. The truth is, You'll never be able to conquer a bad attitude until you stop blaming other people or things, period. End of story. (laughs) It's your attitude. Three, ask forgiveness for any attitude you feel conviction about. Simply acknowledge the attitude and then ask God to forgive you and ask forgiveness from those who may have been impacted by your attitude It's a good thing. Just let people know, whoever may have been affected, that you're wrong and you're going to work on your attitude. You'll be amazed at uh, what can happen if you'll take that step. Then, you know, this week, take some time to consider the following. Have you been getting enough rest? Are you eating healthy? You know, if not, what are some changes you can make? Because Rest and just the things you feed your body can really impact your attitude. So do yourself a favor and help yourself out. Lastly, think about this this week. What are the dominant influencers in your life right now? What have you been surrounding yourself with lately? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Think about your conversations that you've been having with others. What are those conversations like? They've been positive, negative. What changes need to be made? And here's a really important one. What are you listening to? What kind of music? You've been tuning into the news a lot, scrolling a lot of social media. Think about how that might be affecting your attitude and make some adjustments if needed. You know, if you're starved of positive things, positive input, whether it's through listening or watching, it's time to start feeding yourself a diet of motivational material. Eliminate the negative, minimize it as much as possible, and start making deposits in your attitude account. Think of your attitude like a bank account. You want to make more deposits than withdrawals, because if you don't, if you make more withdrawals than deposits, you're going to end up overdrawn. In an overdrawn bank account or attitude reservoir, 
you are going to be negative. (laughs) I think it's been said, you know, what goes in comes out. Well, what goes in comes out. I love that. That's a great example. Can you just imagine how much better our lives would be if we each just intentionally did some of these things? And if these things improved our lives, can you imagine how it would influence and affect the people around us if we maintained a good attitude? I think little by little, we can get there. We cannot wait to dive deeper into this topic. And if you want to demonstrate more goodness in your life, then you definitely want to stay tuned. John Maxwell says, I can't control what happens to me, but I can always control what happens in me. As always, thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you enjoyed today's episode. We cannot wait to meet with you guys here again at First and Main, your avenue to living well. Thanks, guys.